have time for a fancy intro, so let's just hit the fucking music. Everybody, welcome to a very special episode of the Justices. That's because the band is back together. It's a rare occasion these days for the entire group to be here. We are very excited. You know who I am. I am Mr. Tim Tabebe himself. With me is my tag team partner, Mr. Eric Zant, playing the Scarecrow. Welcome back to the show. Below me is Mr. Gill. What is up, Gill? How's everything? How you been? What's up, brother? And down in the corner over here, it is the third man himself. It is... Mr. Dave, Dave, what's going on? I know you're back in the car again. That should just be your new place where you do the show from in the car. I think so. I got a new whip, so you know I feel like this is a good uh, podcasting station. Apparently, nice. All right, let's just let's just cut to the chase. Let's just cut the bullshit. It was a big freaking weekend. If you liked wrestling this past weekend, three pay per views. Three. What are the odds to get three pay per views going on in one weekend? What the hell is that noise? What is that noise? Air conditioning in uh, Dave's car. I was like, what no, the hell is this? I don't know what it was. All right, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it was a huge weekend this weekend and ended up with a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy this weekend. Uh, first of all, Eric, I didn't get a chance to watch anything, though, right? Nothing live? Nothing live, but I've, I've seen quite a few clips. Well, we'll start at the bottom. Then. We're gonna start, we'll start with Dave because Dave's got to go play pool. Dave, first of all, give us give me an impression of the three pay-per-views. Uh, the best, the worst, the good part, the bad part, uh, best match, worst match. Go ahead. Go for it. Uh, so definitely I'll say the best pay-per-view I would probably uh, Clash at the Castle. WWE did a great job there building everything up, even giving us, you know, a couple couple uh, surprise, surprise uh, matches there. And the... Worst one, I guess, would be NXT because I think All Out was also pretty good. NXT kind of, I feel like all the UK people got buried. Yeah, big time. They didn't win anything, right? No, I thought that someone from like the UK was gonna have some sort of, you know, push unification with everything, but no, it was just a clean sweep for uh, NXT USA. Nice. Uh, what was the best match you think? And the worst match of the entire weekend. You're gonna be shocked when I tell you what mine was. Best match I'm gonna go with AZ's favorite. The uh trios tag team match, AW, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks versus the Dark Order. The worst match. Oh man. There's so many to pick from. <laughs> okay. But I, I will go with uh, Punk and Moxley. Punk just looked god-awful in that match. Mm. He looked terrible. He looked old. It, it just was not fun to watch. <clears throat> I agree a thousand percent. Gil, how about you? What are, what are the overall impressions of the weekend? I mean, it was great. Honestly, like, all, all the shows are very good. Uh, Clash of the Castle was great. Just, I mean... It, 
I think they had a lot of pressure because it was the first live show in the UK in years in a stadium, which since was Wembley, since Wembley, yeah, fucking bulldog brother Bret Hart. The whole, the whole environment was just great. Every match was solid to great. Like there wasn't a, there honestly wasn't a match on that card. I was like, oh, this is filler. This is bad. Like every match was very, uh, very good. I have, to, I have to say, live, live and Shayna was pretty bad. Nah, I mean, that's fine. And I'm a I live, saw I'm highlights of that. I wasn't impressed. I'm a live guy. But I mean, that was a pretty horrible that's, match. That's your girl too, so it's fine. That looks so bad for Shayna, by the way. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, it's tough. I mean, we'll go into detail later, but um, but all out was was good. Um, you know, we could talk about the whole CM Punk thing later, but uh, definitely didn't think it was the best show of the weekend. And NXT 2.0 surprisingly very good because you know it's it's hard because you know that you know NXT UK is closing down, so it was kind of hard to, to really see if any of those guys really even stood a chance to win. But all the matches I thought were very good. I agree. Out right, I mean, of your highlights. What what stood out for you over the weekend? I mean, well, I mean, other honestly, than the, other than the controversy. Well, I mean, Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle—that was a great match. I mean, Seth Rollins—you know—we're not talking about it enough, but Seth Rollins has probably had one of his best years this year. The that, fact that, that your, was that your favorite match of the weekend? It that, and uh, I mean, besides the main event, but Gunther and Sheamus also too. Very, very good. That was good. That was a classic slobber knocker. But I saw that was fun. Yeah, that was. I think Definitely. that was probably the match of the night at Clash of the Castle. Eric, check your mic for a minute. You're coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot. Am I, Am I good? You're coming in like really loud, a little staticky. Hmm. That's the boss coming over the, the, the private chat doing his thing. Um, but, well, but, but, but this is a great weekend for wrestling overall. Very good. Is, uh, that, is that better? Yes, it is better. That's that's better? Okay. Yeah. So uh, out of your highlights, Eric, that you did get to see, what stood out for you? I honestly, I liked uh, – I fucking – I never can't believe I'm going to say this. But uh, that that three-way – that triple – the three-way match was with, with Olivier and, and uh, <laughs> the other two guys, uh, that, that was pretty good. It's actually a fun match. It reminded me of a Freebird Von Eric match. You know, I was trying to like go into it with that aspect. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the worst match was was, uh, and that's the only one I sat through the whole thing, only because I was like texting and wasn't paying attention. Um, I watched that whole Moxley and Punk. Punk, I, I don't know why he even came back. I mean, you know, this is from a wrestler standpoint, like. And I know how he feels. Like I, I gotta, I have to think. Like he has like regret written all over his face. I don't think he, I think he regrets coming back to there. I think or at all. Like I don't think it's panning out the way he wanted it to be. Now he's being a punk, or a, he is a punk. Now he's being a, a baby. And Moxley sucks. It's just Moxley's trash. Um, he, when you don't have the big machine of the WWE to marionette you if you if you're if you're an asshole you know because you can get guys to carry you you know what i mean aew is like a and i'm not i'm not saying this as a, as a shot i'm saying this is truthful they're they're a glory they're a hype they're a little high like a they're like an independent on on steroids they're not 
you know, they're they're a, a promote major promotion, but they're they're not like, you know. So like for him, for him, where am I going with this? Oh, I know where I'm going with this. You know, you got guys that are like seasoned. You got guys like Cena. You got guys like uh, you know Taker. There's guys that are in ring, hundred percent guys to work with in WWE that'll that'll carry you through at least until you can get backstage and get yelled at. You know what I mean? Like in, in AEW, you don't have guys that can do that. God, I hate saying it. Maybe Omega could, but like I don't know. There's and very Chris, few generals nowadays. Is a thing. Chris Chris Jericho might, but he he's. You know, if he can stop, you know, thinking about himself for a minute. And I mean, like a Brian Danielson could probably get you through a match as well. Brian Danielson could get you through. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could. And, you know, as much as I pick on Olivier, he probably could, you know. Um, Young Bucks can't. Um, but, yeah, so Moxley, I, I mean, I don't know what his deal is. Like, he, that was like, I, I would have been embarrassed to be, like, in that match. Like, they probably both knew, too, like, it, would, it was shitty. But. And they're blaming each other, you know, whatever. But what's up, Terzio? Um, yeah, my um, my favorite, actually, shockingly enough, was the match I shit on at the preview show, Dave, Gunther and fucking Sheamus. <laughs> that I was a fun fuck. match. That was an all-out ass. Now the hit. That really wasn't a wrestling match. It was just an all-out fight brawl. Yeah. That was a fight. Fantastic. CM Punk Moxie was also a fight, not a match. Out of those two matches, you would think which one would be better. Uh-uh. Fucking Gunther and Sheamus was fantastic compared to that shit show on uh, at the main event in AEW. It was absolutely horrendous. Horrendous. I mean, I would say that's probably uh, Sheamus' best match since his, like, seven series against Cesaro years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I would agree with that. How long ago was that? That was like, like at least that was at least fourteen, years ago. right? No, that's like maybe like 2018, 2019? Yeah, 2019, 2018. Yeah, at least four, five years. But I, I love that he got his. I love that he got that reaction at the end too from the crowd, because definitely that you know it, it works both ways. I mean, Gunford goes over, but Sheamus still looks strong. I mean, definitely one person didn't necessarily look weaker than the other. They both looked very, very strong. Because this was a match that. That I, I I was surprised that it took him this long for them to to work together because you would think that you know they would put these two guys you know even though you know strong style and strong style oftentimes can get kind of boring but when you put two guys together that could really do that legit and make it look you know real I mean it is real but you know what I mean that can make <laughs> it look like that you know like it's crazy. But I remember now we have the person in charge of WWE that is thinking those things before which yeah. is like. What's gonna draw me money? What's gonna you know mm-hmm. put asses in seats and what's gonna draw like, me money? Like what Sheamus we talked about well, when we did the pre-show, like we're like, oh, like okay, Sheamus and Gunther, like it might just be whatever, or it mm-hmm. might be good. Like it could have gone either way, but it went the right way at least this time. It did. I mean, and speaking of going the right way, I mean, the title match with Roman Reigns and McIntyre, even though everyone online was you know, oh, Roman gets bailed out again. Da, 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 da. People He's forget a the heel. I know, I know, but people people don't even realize when uh, when Siaka showed up and pulled the ref out. Like, if you go back and watch that, <coughs> uh, Roman Reigns didn't kick out. Like, he it's not like he was done. It was over. Like, Mac, I thought 
like watching that, like those two false finishes, I was like, McIntyre is actually really going to do it. And it wasn't until that happened. But Roman Reigns never kicked out. So that's, that makes it more intriguing. You know, and I love how, you know, even even though he's come back recently, Karrion Cross still had an impact in the match. The fact that he was sitting there in the crowd and kind of playing mind games with Drew McIntyre, I thought that was... Threw a water bottle at him. Yeah. I thought that was well done. Yeah. That was one about- that we actually didn't talk about, Tim. We didn't talk about the chance of a cash-in. I guess it just didn't go through our head. So I remember watching it. I was like, when he came out, I was like, no, there's no way they're going to give it to this guy here, right? Yeah. Yeah, but is that? I think that's going to be Austin's thing, Austin Theory's thing for a while. He's going to come down, try to cash in, and then someone's going to knock him out. Mm-hmm. I think that's hysterical. I think that's just a funny <laughs> thing. Because when Tyson Fury knocked him out, I was like, you got to be shitting me. I, 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 I thought it was fantastic. Um, I hope I hope he keeps doing it for at least another month. I think yeah. that'd be fantastic. But yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, the Usos, or the whole big thing about the Usos thing is one of them can't fly internationally at the moment. Too many, <laughs> too many DWI. Yeah, right. so, so there were no going to, there were going to be no Usos. We all knew that. Uh, Paul Heyman did not make the trip for some strange reason. I was surprised about that. But how great was it? The fact that he wasn't supposed to debut until SmackDown. They said, nope, we're going to debut him tonight. And they brought out what's his name Solo? How do you say his last Solo. name? Sakura, Sakiwa. What's his name? What's his name? I don't know how to say his name. The third Uso, whatever his name is. The third Uso comes in and cash. You know, he helps. Uh, joins the bloodline, helps Roman win. Fucking phenomenal ending. Solo Sakura. So whatever it's called, Solo Sakura. Who, 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 who is he really though? He's the third Uso. He's the Uso's youngest brother. He's, uh, oh, he, 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 oh, he's a Fatu? Okay. Yep. yep. He's son of Rikishi. Son of Rikishi. The third son of Rikishi. They, they all look alike. You look oh, at yeah. him and be like, yeah, it's an Uso. He, he, he has white hair. That's the only way you can tell who blonde he is. Hair. Blonde. I say white. It looked like it was more white than blonde. But yeah, he interfered, helped Roman win. We got a third, another member of the bloodline now. I thought it was a great ending, especially because I said people were waiting for him to show up Friday, not show up at the pay-per-view. And there it comes at the end, and he shows up, and it's like, oh, here we go again. Another guy. You know, Sami Zayn's on his way out soon, so they had to replace him with another family member, which I thought was a great ending. And that was a pretty good match, too. I'm not going to say. There was a lot of false finishes, a lot of that bullshit, but I was like, all right, it's it's still a decent match overall. And we, we all knew Roman was going to win. I mean, so, but, I thought, but I thought it was, out of all the title matches that Roman has had, that was one of his better ones. That's like in the top five of his – it looked like oh, he was going to lose too. It looked yeah, like a lot of times you, you you thought, "Oh my god, I think he's actually going to lose this one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the rest of it was like, "He ain't losing." You know, he ain't wow. They gave the match depth, huh? Ooh. I mean, yeah. they went. I mean, they went thirty minutes. I mean, that was that was. A, Did they really? Yeah, thirty minutes, and you really thought even Roman had to look on his face like, "Oh shit, I think I'm going to lose mm-hmm. this one." Because he didn't have Heyman, he didn't have uh, the Usos <laughs> there, so he was like, "Oh my god, am I actually?" That's what made it interesting because the fact that he just came out by himself and it was just like, "Okay." So it's just one on one. They're not there, so McIntyre actually has a fair shot, and you know, and end up working. But so, do you think that we're ever going to get a woman in this bloodline faction? Because I mean, I mean, technically, should it, shouldn't Tamina be in it? Technically, Tamina or, or Naya or, Na- or Naya back, or then there's well, Naya. there's I, you know, since she's married to one of the Usos. I'm trying to think. There's, there's. Uh, I, I got to do my Samoan family tree here. No, very, fuck. Uh, Rikishi's got a couple daughters, I think, if memory serves. Are they in the business though? 
Uh, I think everybody's. I think. I think if you're. I think if you're in that family, you're in the business. That's you know. You have no choice. You just. You have no choice. You know. There's you no backup. Wrestling or nothing. Yeah, you're wrestling or nothing. So again, now Roman wins again. Again, though, he's. We're back at that point where who's it going to be? So now, now we have Karrion Cross a possibility. Cody Rhodes obviously a possibility. I think. I think it. Cody. I think Cody is the end. The end game. What's the time? What's the uh, what's the timeline on Cody now? What's uh, what are we looking at? I believe he should be back. Well, I think they're trying to get him back for the Rumble. Yeah, I think the he said sooner, but I don't think they're going to rush him. I think they're yeah, he, they definitely want to take their time because Cody is too much of a big commodity to. I hope he comes back ripped, like not like doughy, you know. Yeah. Did he come that well, ripped like Kenny Omega came back, right? Like that. He did come back. He did come back pretty fucking ripped. Though. I will. I will. I will admit that he did come back pretty buff. He was. He was in shape. Fucking take it easy, Dave. I wasn't gonna shit on him. I, you know. Why is he wearing a shirt though? <laughs> why? Why is he what? Why is he wearing a t-shirt though? Who? Kenny he was wearing. Shirt? It was uh, for like his uh, shoulder. Oh okay. Oh, at first, yeah, but he came out. No, he came out on this one already. No tape. No compression tape. No nothing. I was like, uh oh. I know he has the. I know he has the, the. He has the thing on his knee. I know that. Probably has it on their knee somewhere. Kenny Omega, like, I feel like, is like two more crazy matches away from like permanently retiring. Like I think now, I think he should like no I, seriously, no. That's why he. I mean, when he left this last time, that was a big thing. It was like if you take one more. Bert, Bert, he's an executive vice president. Okay, don't speak about him like that. That's <laughs> come on. I think oh, though we're, because we're, we're getting there, we're getting there in the trios. okay, okay. <laughs> because he's in the trios now, he doesn't have to pull on one full match by himself. So I think that's gonna help him a little bit because now he can rely on the Bucks to you know go crazy, and he just comes in, does his spots, comes back out, and is able to you know heal up one hundred percent or one hundred percent, whatever that means for a wrestler. Well, we're we're inching our way towards that. But anything else about the castle? Anybody guys want to talk about? Bring up what was good, what was bad. Um, I think the, I said the only thing the bad thing was was unfortunately I think it was Liv Morgan and Shayna was bad. I think everything else was actually pretty good. It was all watchable. I was I was yeah. I was involved in it. Oh, the crowd was fucking great, yeah. except for Liv and Shayna. They died at that match. Oh, and I, the, I, we got we got to talk about it. Dominic finally growing oh, yeah. up. Uh, oh yeah, I was being a man. But I, I love me first. I love the fact that they were singing to Bailey of all people. They, yeah. they, they were serenading Bailey in the beginning. Would you be my girl? Say, would hey, mm-hmm. would you be? I thought that was fucking great. And I don't think yeah. Bailey knew what to do because she's trying to play heel, but she's like, I don't know how. What do I do? I don't. Want, I don't want to do. I mean, they were playing along with Seth Rollins too. Yeah, even Bianca was like, well, I don't know. What do you do? You're, you're supposed to be the heel, but they're cheering for you and singing to you. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about Dominic. Dominic, good old Dominic was here about, the role, uh, on Raw last night. What did he do? He slicked his hair back, just like I said he should. Different haircut. That's that's number one the way to go. Dressed uh, in black. Hi man, what's up, brother? How are you? Welcome to the show. Hi man, que pasa, Boricua? Um, uh, yeah, and and don't get me wrong. I thought at first I was pissed. I, Dave, I think we were texting too. He helped Ray and, and Edge win, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I even we were writing, what the fuck? This is bullshit. How can you? All of a sudden, nut shot. I was like, wow. <laughs> did not think of that. I'd never thought they'd actually help his team win and then turn. Because I, I, I even wrote, I even wrote, I even wrote Judgment Day. I wrote Judgment Day. Yeah, I wrote Judgment Day. Worst faction ever. They lost again. 
and boom, this has happened. Fucking about time, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're not wrong. When Judgment Day is about or is Judgment Day just you know jobbers and then they get the last laugh? <laughs> it just <Yeah. laughs> what? I still don't understand them losing so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. Is Dominic going to be the thing that gets them over the edge? No. No. But it was good to see it. And, you know, I think Ray's good at pouring on that, you know, why, son? Why? Even with the mask on, he hit his little doe eyes. Were really upset. Were really upset. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, so I thought that was really like, No way. And he took a fuck. I mean, he sold for that kid. Yeah. He took a fucking clothesline from that kid. Sick. That was brutal. But that's this is like the third this is like the third time Ray's took taking that clothesline bump though. Yeah. Fucking was it? You're supposed to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> knocked him on his ass. That was hilarious. All but right, it worked. So I, mean, I, love, I, love, I love that. I mean, I don't know if they're going into it that much, but the whole like Rhea angle with him and be like, oh, I turned him into a man. This <laughs> is like he did it for Rhea. I was like, I don't, blame, I don't blame him because because there was a couple weeks ago that he got put in that chokehold by Rhea in the ropes, and then everyone was like, oh, he should be, it should have been me. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to get choked by Rhea now. Right? So that's exactly what they're, that they're going for. This is like uh, what Poppy wants, Poppy gets. I was like, hey, oh. Yeah, we'll mention real quick on last line on Raw. Like I said, he came out with the black shirt, black pants, his hair slicked back. Didn't he say a, a single he word. Needs bulk, he needs to bulk up a little bit. He does because he's speaking of doughy. That yeah. kid's fucking doughy. <laughs> Eric, he's the definition of fucking doughy. He has like no arms and just like, like a gut. Yeah, he's got buggy whip arms. He's like a now, now we can't hear you. <laughs> nah, Go up more now. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> up a little. Sounds like his mic is disconnected. No. No. Nothing. Plug, plug it out and plug it in again. Fresh you're too loud. Now you're too soft. Come on, Eric. Can't hear you. Check the audio settings on StreamYard. Oh, Eric's fixing that. I, I'll, I'll mention also that last night uh, we had the big Braun Strowman return. Yay. I like it. I, like it. I, guess really? he's not, I guess he's not in charge of his narrative anymore. Very, very low, Eric. Very, very low. Yeah, wasn't that part of, like, wasn't he, like, one of the three owners of that stupid company? Better? Ring of Honor? Yes. 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 Better. I'm not staticky? No. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, so Braun Strowman came back last night. I don't care. Whatever. I, I'd I rather mean, see Bray Wyatt come back than him, but all right. We'll see what they do with him. I mean, this is. I mean, let's talk about it. This is just another, another good idea of more returns from people that didn't necessarily had an equal, a fair chance on the main roster that Triple H believed in. Not for some, but, like, you know. but the problem is, is he going to beat Roman Reigns? No, no. I mean, he's, but we don't, we don't know what he's going to do. Isn't Strowman a two-time champion? Universal. Yeah, but nobody, but nobody remembers. But that was during he the thing is with Braun Strowman, he won the title at the wrong time. He should have won back when he was fitting with Roman in like 2019. That's when he should have won. Was he was he was he was he a COVID champion? 
Yeah, he beat Goldberg. Yeah, so was Drew McIntyre, and people remember him as a champion. But that was different because he beat Brock Lesnar. He Braun Strowman beat Goldberg in like yes. two minutes. He beat Goldberg, and then he beat The Fiend. But wasn't that in the – then The Fiend beat, beat him again? So when yeah, the they, were, they traded, I think, like back and forth wins. Yeah, and then Rowan came Drew, back in another. Drew McIntyre feudal with Randy Orton. Like, eh. Yeah, no, I still right. remember his championship reign. I guess, but, but like I said, oh. I just like I just like the, you know, all the changes that's been happening. Oh, so of course, like, Triple H you know, is not, and again, he gets promoted again. What was he promoted today? Now he's like fucking Super Emperor Deluxe, whatever the fuck <laughs> he, he is full, now. How can he get powers. promoted anymore? Basically, it's it's Stephanie, and then him, and then everyone so else. Stephanie's doing the business well, part, he's doing everything. Supposedly, Nick Khan is is equal to Stephanie, but we all know that's not nope. true. Like that's a bunch of bullshit. I think Nick Khan is just a he's just a like he's just he's like there and they they want their own Khan to be mentioned just to get on Tony Khan's fuck <laughs> under, yeah. under his skin. Like we need a yeah. Khan over on our side just to piss hey, him off. They're doing a good job getting under his skin, that's for sure. Hell <laughs> yeah! You know what? Oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's let's stop avoiding it. Let's just get to it. After I don't, the like, the, I don't like the Jim Crockett uh, comparison. Oh, I, 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 I have, it, I have it queued up. I have it queued up in case we want to watch it. I have it queued up. Uh, after the show last night, the AEW, uh, they're starting to have press conferences now, which I don't all of a sudden where No, they've been right. doing that for a while. I know, but it's, it's a little weird for me. I never, I never actually sat and watched one. Um, CM Punk and Tony Khan are sitting together, and this dude, such a disrespectful little prick that he is, too. Pulling out cans and cans of soda, whatever the hell he's drinking, eating muffins, just cursing at all the reporters. I mean, calling them all assholes. Oh, are you are you are you his friend? Are you an asshole? Oh, you're not okay. You're not an asshole then. Are you an asshole? It's like really, what the? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? Who does he think he is? I said for more in one year. We said it before off the air. The dude's gone from the biggest thing, the biggest fucking mark. We were all marks for him. I don't care, except for Eric. We all marked out when he came back. We did. Yeah. I, I admit I marked out when he came back. He's now the most fucking hated man in fucking wrestling right now. And not like in a, not in a good way. Like no. nobody, nobody, nobody wants to see him. It's like go away. See, like like when 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 one guy shoots on you, you're thinking, well, you know, there's probably two sides to that story. When, oh, when two guys shoot on you, you're like, yeah, okay. Now when three guys are shooting at you live on TV, not to mention you got the EVPs. Pretty much making fun of you every time you talk, because that's one of the funniest things, Eric. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Whenever Punk does a promo, they usually cut back to the Bucks and Omega backstage, and they're all going, like, making fun of the way he talks and everything. I think that's fucking hysterical. I just think it, that's why I think I like them, because I think they're just funny. Um, I'm, la- I'm, la- I'm laughing on the inside. Okay, but it, it was, you know, you want, let's, you know what? I, I have it queued up just to the part with Adam Page, because he went on a 10 minute rant about Cole Cabana. If you don't know who Cole Cabana is, Cole like Cabana's indie. back? No, 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 no. He was like, he was an indie wrestler who Punk was supposedly friends with, but now he's not friends with, and he he put him I on mean, blast and Punk were, so bad for a while. Yeah, and, and then they had a big fallout, legal issues, money, yeah, issues, Cole. money issues, the whole thing. And, and Punk just put him on blast. I skipped that part though, but he put him on blast so bad, talking about <laughs> how he has he has an account, a bank account, joint bank account with his mom. That's yeah. why he's a loser, and I don't talk to him anymore, and doesn't give a shit where he is or anything. Wow, wow! I mean, just fucking wacky. And now I have it queued up here because uh, you also have to pay attention to Tony Khan's face. 
because Tony Khan, I don't think Tony Khan knows where he is half the time. He looks like a kid from a serial ad in the 80s. He, he does. He really does. But look, this is where he starts talking about Adam Page. And uh, we don't have to watch the whole thing, but I just want to listen. Just watch Tony Khan's face for all this. The fuck is he drinking? What did I ever do in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? You bury people. I don't know. Didn't do a goddamn thing. What's your name, sir? Donald D'Angelo. Fuck the Pittsburgh Pirates. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, I'll, I'm I'll, Pittsburgh. I'll agree. I'll agree I with that. It's really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's when, not his position to make it very fucking clear. Who, who runs the company? There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I understand sticking up for your fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay? I paid his bills until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah, but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault, and if I, I hadn't, it's my fault. It's my I appreciate fault. it. I should have just I'm, taken a head on because you never said it. But I'm trying to run a fucking business, and when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million-dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry. It's a disgrace to this company. Now, we're far beyond apologies, right? I gave him a fucking chance. It did not get handled, and you saw what I had to do, which is very regrettable, lowering myself to his fucking level. But that's where we're at right now. And I will still walk up and down this hallway and say, if you have a fucking problem with me, take it up with me. Let's fucking go. All right, let's just let's just let's just let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> I, I didn't know that CM Punk ran wrestling. Exactly. Right. That's, my, that's my whole point. <laughs> Eric, Eric, I, I can't wait to hear you, Eric. What, what are you thinking about? What, what the fuck is going on in this guy's head? Dude. <laughs> this, is a, this is the biggest waste of a time of a work I've ever seen in my life. It has to be. This is, oh, it's, this is completely a work. Oh, I don't think it's at all a work. I'm so confident it's a work that, like, I'll put my... My Scott Hall reputation on it. I don't. I don't no, think no, it's I'm, with, I'm with Eric. I think it's you. You can't. I don't. Man, you the cannot, way you can't bash Adam Page like that and just. It's a work. Know, that's. But it's, not it, the it's, 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 it's a work. It's a work shoot. I'll give you that. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's definitely a work shoot. I mean, in and in, in a work shoot, you can pull a punch or two. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. But it's all you're not going to talk to Tony. You're not going to talk to your boss like that if it's not at work. I'm sorry, you're not doing it. I mean, I've, I've, been, thinking, I've been thinking about this all, a lot, but I think Tony I think so. doesn't have the experience to the nutsack. The nutsack. That's what. But also, CM Punk is a draw, and that's the thing. He's in his head about how much of a draw he is. That he thinks, of course, he's going to be above. Like he's he feels like he's untouchable, honestly. That's what I'm thinking. He does. He feels like he's untouchable. So yeah. he's gonna think, oh, I can talk to my boss this way. Why not? He didn't technically say anything wrong, but he did kind of like, no, nah, you don't have to say anything. Like, I'm gonna say my shit. Like, it's still disrespectful. And the thing I with remember. Paige, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the thing with Pages, this isn't the first time that he's actually called him out. There was that time where he came out uh before he fought Moxley that he basically calls out Adam Page. 
knowing that Paige isn't going to come out and cause him a coward. And that was technically supposed to be a shoot. Mm. So it's not the first time that he's just disrespecting him. So that's why I'm like, I don't think it's so much of a work. Plus, you gotta I, I think it is. Know. You got to remember one thing. Why do, I don't I don't think it's a work. Tony Khan wanted Cody Rhodes to bring in CM Punk a year earlier. Said, make him an offer. Cody Rhodes never gave him that offer. Came back to Tony Khan and said, nope, turned us down. Cody Rhodes did not want CM Punk in the company. See, Tony Khan ends up bringing him in anyway. Cody Rhodes <coughs> fucked me. That right there should tell you a huge, huge, huge thing about CM Punk. I think, right I, think that's a, I think that's a bigger problem because there's – I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was that clip from a couple years ago. I think it's from the Jericho podcast where Cody Rhodes was on there where you talked about, like, locker room leaders and, like, you know, oh, I was super over in this company, so I should be da-da-da-da. It's like, obviously, you know what he's talking about. I think definitely – the more I think about it, I think Cody Rhodes going back to WWE is more than just a personal thing. I think it was more he knew what was going to happen and what exactly. was going to happen. I, I think Tony Khan. Like, you know what? This is going to end up being a mess. I need to get out of here. Tony Khan has this, a big old hard on for fucking CM Punk, and he knew it. And I think that's why he won. He lied to the guy. He said, I, I offered him a deal. He turned us down. That was mm-hmm. a lie. He never offered the deal because he did not want CM Punk in the company. A year later, he's in the company. Cody Rhodes just happens to leave. It's not a fucking coincidence. Not a coincidence. Which is why yeah. I don't think anything anyone's saying about him is a work. Because as I, I said this before too to Dave off the air. You get one guy shooting on you, all right. You get two guys shooting on you, might be something wrong. You get three guys plus the EVPs all shooting on you, there's something fucking wrong with you. And I think he's a narcissistic fucking lying piece of shit who's only in this for himself. Because, again, who is he? So he I, I'm back to put over the young talent. Who the fuck is he put over since he's been back? Nobody. And There's he's a two-time guy. goddamn champion. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's – I just don't think it's a work. No, I'm not – no, I, I, I personally don't. And honestly, I, I, mean, I, was fine, I was fine with Punk up until that press conference. Like, I was happy, okay, you know, at least Punk won. It wasn't Moxley. And then when he just did this, he, like, completely threw me off. I was like, you know what? Yeah, the way he's going about things, like, he literally was whining because MJF got a pop over him I mean, winning the championship. Like, how would no he not shit. get a pop? Like, MJF's been off television for six months. Why would he not get a pop? Yeah, exactly. And the last time we saw him, he cut probably one of the, the best promo that anyone in that company has cut. Like, how is he not going to get a pop? I agree. I agree. I personally agree. But I, but I, like I said, I think this is a bigger problem with oh, this, is a, this is a this is a huge. This is where because. Eric is is, is going to say, "I told you all," because this is a fucking Tony Khan has lost this locker room. Yep. CM Before. Punk seems to think he's he said it himself. I'm trying to run a business here. What the fuck are you running? The inmates are running the asylum. Yeah, you don't have you don't have you're not an EVP. You didn't start this company. This company was started by four other guys and you. Well, you had the money. But this was Cody Rhodes, the Bucks, and Omega who really started this company. The wrestling aspect of it. I thought Omega came later. No. Oh, yeah, you think no. he has a piece? He's an EVP, though. Yeah. He's part of it. He's part of it. But like Extra. I said, he's part of it. I've been saying I've been saying this for a long. I've been saying this for a while. But Tony Khan needs to stay on the business end of things, he and he needs Stephanie. to not, he needs to not run the wrestling yeah. aspect. 
get, some, get someone to be the booker, the guy in charge from a wrestling standpoint that the boys will respect. But I still, I mean, he could still do it, but he needs to draw a line. Hey, I don't think he can because he, look, Tony Khan, no disrespect, but he was a fan, a fan of the sport, fan of wrestling. No, no issue with that. That has money. He has money. Bucks, Cody Rhodes, uh, Kenny Omega came to him and said, Hey, we want to start a wrestling company. We need financial backing. And he's like, Hey, I'm a fan of you guys. Definitely. I want to see this happen. Let's do it. I didn't think I will. I don't think that those guys thought that it was going to end up like this where Tony no. Khan basically who's never run. I mean, I don't know what he's did, what he did before um, for, uh, running or starting AEW, but I lose off daddy's money. But I say he doesn't. He doesn't have the the wherewithal or the, no. the attitude or the strength to run a wrestling company. Like you cannot let someone who, first of all, left the business for eight years, who was brought back in a part time role, who doesn't necessarily have the same work rate that he used to have, even though he gets a reaction, you know, because people love him for what he's done in the past. You know, CM Punk doesn't need to be the champion. CM Punk doesn't need to be going over younger guys. CM Punk needs to be whatever he wants to be, but in a lesser role. He shouldn't he shouldn't go over Tony Khan's head and be like, oh no, you know, that's not right. Da, 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 da. Like you you think you think uh let's let's just pick somebody. You think Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns would speak over Triple H in a situation like that? Hell no. No, no, they know they know the line. Let's uh, wait, let, let's watch a little more because I want to get to that Tony Khan part where he talks about how much money he has. You're waiting for me What's to freak out, aren't you? Uh, oh, we'll give you a chance, Eric. Very nice being, thank you. Um, I wanted to ask about MJF. Obviously, uh, he played a, a voicemail from you before he came out. Obviously, confronted you, uh, Punk. Um, this idiot's eating a muffin. Why now? Why, why, why is MJF back in the fold now? How do you both feel about him being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away? All of that. Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company, and this is a, one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here, and I thought it was right for the fans. And like I said, for the fans, I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. He wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's that's what it is. Nevertheless, uh, two of the top wrestlers in the world, MJF and CM Punk, oh, big match down the line. Sorry to keep bringing this fucking up. But I've, <laughs> I've never, never spoken, spoken his word. word. I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed off about it. That's fine. When it came down that he was going to sue me, I asked to talk to him. He refused. I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother. It tells you all you need to know about what kind of character that is. You are always very nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm a little fucking snippy. That's fine. I'm hurt. I'm old. I'm fucking tired. I work with fucking children. I respect your situation. I regret not answering your question. I only asked because I have some familiarity and just wanted some clarification on the story. I should have just taken a head on like I did at Blake and Forbes recently. We're all learning here, Tony. It's okay. Thanks. Thanks. This is from Mindy's Bakery, by the way. It's a great place in Chicago if you like pastries and baked goods. You guys just go there. They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Dick. Sorry about all that. This is all a work. I'll work this one to Tony. 
You saw the reaction in JF got when he came back out of the end of the night. Do you have any worries that uh, it was cheered in Chicago while CM Punk, hometown guys, were usually worries about uh, MJF kind of, he got pure boom in the last pure heel, left on wrestling, but he tried to get cheered, and that was sort of set up as this anti authority figure. I think the fans want to see great wrestling matches. MJF is a top wrestler. CM Punk's the world champion, the top wrestler in the world. And I think Adam and Connor, whoever came out of this match tonight, MJF sets up as a great challenger. And now CM Punk uh, is the world champion. MJF being back. A lot of fans were excited to see it. And anytime somebody makes a comeback in the world of wrestling, generally, you get a really big reaction. Am I worried about it? No, not really. Like, we have. One of the most charismatic, popular professional wrestlers in the world right here. And frankly, the fans can react however they want. That's what's great about AEW and pro wrestling. We're not trying to tell people what to think. This is a really compelling story. People were emotionally moved. People are calling that a great ending. And I'm really glad people liked it. But the fact is, it was a great match. It was a great ending. And now we'll see what happens on Wednesday. It was a great ending, too. I'm not going to comment on it. Oh, thank you. I'll tell you what I'm upset about it. Because if you're EVP, you don't try to middle your top babyface. Try to get your niche audience that's on the internet to hate him for some made-up bullshit rumor. Really pisses me off. Stepping on your own dick, trying to fucking, you know, make money, sell tickets, fill arenas. And these stupid guys think they're in receipt. Yep. Look at look at Tony Khan's face. Uh, Punk. Last time we were here last year, I asked you about like Terry Punk and his influence, like yeah. the legacy going on. Kind of, uh, and this is for you too, Tony. I kind of like there. You, you've done a great job with incorporating legends throughout, you know, the course of AEW and as it goes on. Kind of want to see uh, what you feel about how a lot of the modern talent today can kind of utilize some of the advice and take advice from like guys like William Regal and uh, even like Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Um, Tony Schiavone. Jake Roberts. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> I want to get both your perspectives on that and how that can kind of go a little bit more to, to help you guys out grow as a company. Oh, we have well, that's a, Tony Schiavone. Uh, a locker room full of pretty brilliant minds. You know, Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, Mark Henry. You know, I, when I came back and I cut my promo my second week here, I thought it was, that was pretty decent. You know what I mean? Kind of blur the lines a little bit. What's he doing? How crazy Phil. He's going into business for himself. And really, I was just defending myself. But... You know, you, you, you mix that in with attacking Moxley. You mentioned, um, you know, Kingston being the second best Kingston. It was a pretty great line. Um, Settle yeah. down there, Curtin Call Punk. Fucking. Our locker room, for all the wisdom and brilliance it has, isn't worth shit when you have an empty headed idiot who's never done anything in the business do public interviews and say, no, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know, that's <laughs> stupid. I'm on a team with Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and I, I don't need I don't need to work on my swing. You know, I'm not gonna listen to these guys and tell me how to swing a baseball. Fucking go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I, I dare you fucking say that this Terry Funk's face. I don't need to listen to this Funk. I know what I'm doing. Say it to Terry Funk's face, he's fucking eighty years old, he can't even move. Where's the Where's the Tony Khan question? So we can't hear you. Question for CM Punk. Holy Khan! I think it caught a lot of people by surprise. Your loss two weeks ago, and your foot injury came into play. And I wonder, you know, how much did that came into play tonight? 
All right, let's just hold on there for a minute because I just wanted to see the final Tony Khan part where he uh, where he goes off at the mouth. But uh, Eric, you're still on the you're still on the uh, this is a work thing. Hundred percent. I think yeah. it's fucking. I think it's fucking great. I'm like entertained by this whole thing. I'm I'm laughing my balls off over here, dude. He's on point. There's still a lot to go too. That, that, that's he is on, he is on point. This is one of the best uh, work shoots I think I've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know. I, I really do think he went into business for himself. I, I like what Moxie said. He came back just for the money. He's not putting over the talent he said he was going to do. But my my thing is, though, why, why does he get mad when people shoot on him, but when he shoots on them, it's not a big deal? Because he's not as good as he thinks he is, and he thinks he's the best in the world. He's he's always thought that since they put that DVD out, and since he started calling himself that. <clears throat> Look, you came from like uh, pro wrestling gorilla and combat zone, and then you got your break in WWE, and you came up through ECW, and you climbed. I get it, but a Ring of Honor too, with Ring of fucking whatever, and uh, he's great, and he and he he matured. But like he left when he was about to become awesome, and he's a cunt. <laughs> That's it. He's a cunt. Uh, where is the one? Where the hell is the? There's cunts everywhere. Can't find it. That's true. That's a, that's a t-shirt. Yeah. But now, now let's talk about what happened after this press conference. Punches were thrown. Chairs were thrown. Fights were really happening. Did that really uh, happen? Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of reports coming through saying uh, the Bucks and Omega met them backstage. Uh, Punk threw the first punch at one of the Bucks. Uh, Punk's uh, Ace, what's his name? Ace Steel, good name. Threw a chair. Sounds like a fucking uh, porn guy, porn guy, or a stripper. Ace Steel. Steel. Sounds like an eighties eighties enhancement talent. Yeah, he threw a fucking chair at uh at the other Jackson brother, and uh, Kenny Omega was getting shit too. So who are the Jacksons? The Bucks. Uh, Bucks. Bucks. Nick and Matt Jackson. That's their real names. Their real names. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I went kayfabe on you there for a second. All right, so so then I'll, I'll real quick that me and Dave are on the on the shoot side. You guys are on the other side. What about this? Go. What about the supposed fight? This is this is also I a word. I think they definitely had an altercation, but I don't think it was as bad as what was reported. Oh, but several people reported said the chair was thrown and this and that. I mean, come on. Was it like a Bobby Knight chair throw, or like when Roman Reigns got hit with a chair by Braun Strowman? Was well, what kind of chair throw are we talking about here? Probably a Bobby, Bobby Knight throw. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was that bad. It was probably just like you know he's pissed off and just threw it, and it just happened to get by him. I don't think well, he supposedly. Oh, like a Roger Clemens chair? Was it like a Was it a plastic chair? Like what kind of chair? Like Roger Clemens threw the bat near Piazza. He threw it near him. Near him. Near him. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a different. Eric, but, what about you? you, you, you still think? I do believe there, there was a fight. It's still a work? 100%. 100%. Guys, this is wrestling. This is wrestling. Yeah, but Punk's never been that guy. He has been the guy who shoots, who shoots. I don't think I he's mean, a good enough actor to, to pull this off if, if, if this was a work. No, definitely not. He took his ball and went home. What kind of guy sits there at a fucking at a made up press conference eating fucking muffins? I mean, come on, that's the number one. He's a douchebag. 
He's, he's, he's a strum straight edge. Well, fuck off. I like fucking getting fucked up. Fuck you. All right? Okay. You know? He's narcissistic at its best. He is. He's a fucking Chicago cunt. <laughs> he's not from New York. I mean, if if this, if this is all the work, which I think it is, I think this is just building up the CM Punk being a heel. I think that's what it is. I think, honestly, that's Bert, what I think you're right. That's what should have happened. Bert, I think you're right. Because well, that, 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 that has to happen has to now. Happen. It has look to happen. Look at, look, at reaction, look at the reaction that MJF got. You don't think there's a, you don't think there's oh, a it, baby for turn for him? But this is a Vince McMahon mistake then. Do not turn him fucking face. No, 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 no. I'm not saying turn him face. I'm saying you're going to get positive reactions for MJF. Okay, he's but don't make the Vince McMahon mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now he's getting cheered. I got to make him a face. No, that's the fucking mistake you got to make. Let's, let's be honest. CM Punk is way better as a heel than as a baby face. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Chicago yeah. So, well, two things to this, because I'm going to have to go soon. Number oh. one. To work around your guys saying it's a shoot. The Bucks were the Bucks and Kenny Omega were the only champions that didn't show up to that press conference. Supposedly, after Punk said all that garbage, they said we're not coming out there. Yeah. They're the only champions not to come out. They had Jericho out there. They had the Tony Storm that just won the championship. Uh, Keith Lee and Swerve. They had everyone out there. Hold on. How many belts are in AEW? It was like, like fifty, like fifteen. It was like eight belts. Well, Jericho don't have a belt, but he just not counting Ring of Honor. He's, yeah, he's but imagine winner. Jericho probably wasn't supposed to go out there. But he was. Yeah, but, he just he just won. But, he didn't have a belt. Anyway, go ahead, Dave. Okay, I'm I'm thinking they sent Jericho out there because Tony Khan texted Jericho in the middle of the press conference. Hey, come out. Probably because the Bucks were supposed to come out and they needed someone to fill in that spot. Oh. Jericho's gonna be his boy. Then, well, no. then, then wait a minute. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta interject here. Then, can you? If this, okay, I'm gonna go on the other side now. If this is a shoot and not a work, then Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are fucking assholes too. Because if they want to do what's best for business, they would go out there and do what they were supposed to do. What's good for the business, not for them. Sorry. But, but when your boss, fuck your way, boss. But Eric, that's, that's that's my point. When when you start a company with somebody, and all of a sudden, you're getting pushed aside for someone who you know he likes much better because he's clearly a fucking CM Punk's ass. He's clearly he's up CM. Fucking, oh, he he, he is. Uh, oh my CM Punk on God. A basis, Tony Khan. How would you feel though? Would you want to go out there and and yeah and sit next to that bullshit? Or I would. You want to throw a chair backstage? I would. I would go out there and do it. Yeah. I don't know. As as in, I I, I hate keep saying EVP, but as one of them too, <laughs> I would I would make a point saying, dude, this is the guy you want. This guy that's stepping on toes, that's shitting on people, that's causing such a disruption. Then you go Listen, fucking deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. The boys, the boys should not be EV whatever executive vice presidents. The boys are workers. If they're going to have people that do all this shit, they should have bookers, agents. Producer, all that stuff. It's That's hard. how it is it's now. Pablo on both sides, especially being an EVP and performing. It's no, it's it, 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 it's dumb. It's dumb. And oh, Kenny well, Omega is dumb. And the young boys are dumb. Uh, don't forget Cody Rhodes when he, when he first. When Cody he, Rhodes he, is dumb too. No, but he remember he lost he lost a match where he can never challenge for the world title because he didn't want to show like he was favoring himself as far as being a. An EVP, so that's, that's okay. a problem as let's far as be, being both. It, is, it, it definitely is a problem. Let, yeah. Let's talk about it. Look, Cody oh, wait, 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 wait. before before we go there, my my last point. 
uh, going back to MGF and him not being a babyface. When Jericho came out, again, this is where like I kind of hate it because it's like you're kayfabe. He says that MJF called him because uh, they talked about his pop. And that he's like, I don't want to come back and be a babyface. I don't want to come back and be a babyface. And that Jericho was like, don't worry. Come back. You're still going to be you. But you're going to see how easy of a transition it is to go from heel. Because you're going to have people that like you to a babyface. So they're already moving towards that direction, it looks like. Right, not gonna don't him don't make the Vince McMahon mistake. And the perfect example I like to use is fucking Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode was so over as a heel. They bring him up. He's a heel. He's over. Oh, he can't be a heel anymore because people love his entrance. People are cheering him, his entrance. We're going to make him a face. And guess what? You made him a face, and the guy fucking vanished. Vanished because he's a better heel. I don't want that to happen here also. Just let him be him. Why do you got to put a label on it? Like, Don't put a face or a heel label on it. I I mean, I know that's old school shit. You You need those. But right now, no, not with him. Not with that character. He, there's no better heel than MJF right now. None. Nobody's better than him right now. Seth Rollins. I agree with that. Might, might be a little close. <laughs> Cause, yeah, cause he's fucking psychotic. But MJF right now, because he holds that. He, he, how many countless people on the street does he meet and he fucking rips them to pieces because he never breaks character? That's a true heel. That's a Rowdy Piper style heel. He'll tear your ass apart, even in public, just to get over. They can't ruin that. They can't. Okay. CM Punk's gonna be a, a he's an everyday heel. I, I think I see I don't think it's a work. I think he's just a shithead. I think he's an <laughs> asshole. I think he's in it for himself. He's a narcissistic jerk off. And, and everything he said was a lie. I I just that's how I feel. He lied. We can we, we can all agree to disagree, and that's fine. That's, that's fine. good to go. Uh Dave, you are you heading out? Uh, I'll let Gil finish uh, his thought because I want to well, get Well, real quick then, before you go through, I want to get your opinion on this too. The part I can't find, I don't feel like going through the whole segment. Uh, Tony Khan decided to have an outburst. He was pissed off that uh, WWE ran two pay-per-views the same weekend as his, uh, bringing up Jim Crockett promotions and how the WWE used to pull that shit with Jim Crockett. But meanwhile, you know, remember, WCW used to do that shit with WWE too. Really? They, used to, they used to run the, the shows real close <laughs> to each other. But he's saying, I got much more fucking money than Jim Crockett, and I'm not going to take this shit, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that. Really? Really? Now, is it, I mean, don't, let's not forget, people. Ted Turner had a lot more money than Vince McMahon. It doesn't mean you're going to win the fucking war. Exactly. It doesn't mean you know what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to wrestling. Money isn't everything. So, so Dave, before, I know you got to go. So before you go, what do you got to say about that bullshit? Man, Triple H right now is smiling <laughs> this entire weekend. Well, that, well, we, let's, let's talk about it. That Triple H interview he had. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah. He talked about, oh, wow, they beat, they beat our development brand. Okay, cool. Like he, He's <laughs> getting under these guys' skin. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. Like, how Tony Khan isn't composed. He's You know he's pissed. Yeah. And he's just letting it out. Like, no, man, you're, you, you're, this is your business, right? This is your company. It's like what, what Gil was saying. Like, this is your business, you know, like, come on, be professional, act like, you know, act like Triple H did. Oh, you beat our de- uh, developmental league. Like, don't, you have to, like, show that it doesn't bother you because right now it's just under his skin and Triple H knows it. Because yep. Khan, Khan just doesn't have a control of his emotions when it comes to business. <laughs> he takes every, he take, he's taking everything personal. 
what it's like you have to realize like you can't you're gonna get jabs like that all the time especially in the wrestling business especially when you give them yeah like you can't you, you don't don't cry when you say oh you know we you know we we came high. what what does Jericho call himself the demo god where oh we beat them in the 18 to 34 demographic you know don't don't say that and then cry when you know they talk back you well, know Jericho was was right though when he said you know don't forget for a long time NXT was considered the third brand not developmental and now Triple H as well as fellow developmental I, I he he's right on that one one thing but you know, that clip is played now famously from like four years ago. Oh, this isn't where anyone from WWE can just come and just be a star. It's like, look at half the roster. <laughs> come on. I'm looking at that. All Out had, you had 15 matches. And I couldn't even tell you like two or three memorable matches on the card. Clash of the Castle had seven matches. And we can go into every match and see... Just and the proper buildup and how great it was. Oh, speaking of that, you know, I I was expecting uh, that EW has so many talented guys. Yeah, on the sure. Roster, and nobody but, takes over. But but uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian was supposed to be well, I Chris, thought a phenomenal match, and it was a fucking squash. Well, because I heard Christian because, was, because, because of a guy in a dinosaur mask. Like, are you are, are we seriously doing this? The dinosaur is gonna squash this whole match. That was supposed to be the Seth Rollins Matt Riddle match. Just an all-out fucking ass kicking brawl. But I mean that'll con- but that'll continue. Yeah. But still, it was what you wanted from the you know, it's what I wanted this weekend. I wanted to see it finally. And they're gonna how long are they gonna drag it on for? For the next pay-per-view? Don't forget their pay-per-views are every fucking four months. Yeah, the way that Eric likes it, you know? Pay-per-views every four <laughs> months. He's on mute. Because right now, like the stuff that's going on on Raw, I was I was, wh- I was whining about pizza. <laughs> ah, yeah, pay per view every four months, you know, perfect tor- storytelling. Drew money. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well that, that's like the comment that uh, Kevin Nash made about Will Osprey. But like, oh, Will Sp- Will Osprey had more five star matches than any person. Oh, well, did we sell any merch? <laughs> you know Kevin Nash is all about the, he's all about the green dude he's all about the green he, and he fully admits it he ain't gonna be I, Scott Hall I have friends now I want the money exactly. it's, just a, it's just a great quote speaking of which isn't that God when Kenny Omega comes out this past weekend he it said oh oh Kevin Nash is newly faved wrestler <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're great. The Kevin, I recommend the Kevin Nash podcast. That yeah, goes all over, he goes all over the place, and it's pretty. It's great. pretty good. It's pretty. I can't believe Sean Oliver's doing it. Yeah. Did you see they they, they casted uh, who would he cast as the uh, click in a movie? Did you see that one yet? I did. Oh, I heard that one yet, but I, you know what? I'm gonna save it for next week. We're gonna run that clip because he he has some ridiculous choices. Ridiculous <laughs> yeah. choices. So we want yeah. you to say that. We're just we'll save that for next week. That's gonna be a good one. <laughs> Well, like I said, I don't know. I mean, this is as a wrestling fan, this is all fucking phenomenal. I mean, it is. You can't. You got to admit, whether it's work, whether it's a shoot, it's this is fucking great. And now yeah. we actually have the Monday Night Wars back, technically, because this shit. So now Tony Khan's declaring war, supposedly. I ain't gonna put up with this shit. I ain't gonna take out more money than fucking Jim Crockett. I ain't gonna take. What are you gonna do? What he's gonna do is gonna try already, to throw ten million dollars at 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 who? Who 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 who's, who doesn't give a shit if they leave WWE? You're gonna pick one of those guys that you don't care if they leave, and fucking give them a ten million dollar deal. You're like, okay, good, you fucking great, good to you. I mean, look how look how quick 
look how quick the tables have turned. What was it two a year ago, a year and a half ago when Adam Cole and uh no a year ago when they were that all out? Yeah, it was when Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole jumped ship. WWE was fucking AEW was on fire. Everyone's talking about AEW. Oh, they got they AEW. were on fire for a month. No, they yeah, weren't on but, fucking no, fire. The, the way the people react on the internet, it was like, oh, WWE's over. They don't know what they're doing. Well, remember, one year later, that comment that Mark, Daniel Mark. Bryan and C and uh, Adam Cole going to AEW was like Nash and Hall showing up at WCW bash at the exactly. beach. <laughs> like no, it wasn't. And then, <laughs> and then now look, look, look what happened now. We still have, you know, Sasha Banks and Naomi. They're coming back. That's going to be a huge return. You know, you. All, I don't know what, you know, you have Gargano and making his in-ring debut next week. Who knows what the hell is going on with Dexter Lumis and The Miz. I don't know. This whole storyline has been great. What happened to Morrison? I think he's just working indies now, I think. Morrison, he, didn't he uh, sign with AEW too? I don't think. I don't, I don't think he did. I think he's just doing, like, Random shows. I don't know he if he was all over the place. He's a I mean, we also don't know what the Fiend is doing, but most likely he might be coming back. Exactly. So it's just but, like, by the way, the Dexter Loomis when he popped out from under the cage. That, that was so good. Eric, that was so goddamn funny because of the way they shot the angle. Eric, they had Dexter Loomis under the ring, and when Miz was trying to win, they had the shot from up top, and he comes scooting out like he's fucking fixing a car, like an under the cart. It was fucking hysterical. It was like basically Miz was getting out of the cage and they did like his point of view looking yeah. down. And then you see Dexter Loomis like outside <laughs> of the ring just like looking at him. It was like, he was like he was on a creeper. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, that was it great. Was great. I don't know I don't know where it's going. I have a feeling Gargano's gonna play into it a little bit, but I don't know where this is going with the Miz, but I love it so far. It is. And uh, then crosses back with his awesome entrance and scarlet and kicking ass. Well, so like I said, th this is just the beginning of all of, of this war. If Tony Khan really going to fucking, it's fine. You know what's going to happen? Try in year, something. In a year from now, Kenny Omega and the Bucks are going to go to WWE and they're going to team up with Cody Rhodes and take on. <laughs> this is going to happen. I, I can't gonna wait. Get a WrestleMania 39. Yeah, that's one thing though. If it's a work, then they're not going anywhere. Obviously, if it's a shoot, you might, you might see them want to get bought out of this company and then they're going to want to leave. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, people are already leaving. Malachi Black is leaving. He's gone. Yeah, he wants out already. Yeah, no, people gone. want out he's already. Gone. Tony Khan didn't want to talk about that at the press conference either, because apparently, he apparently, apparently at the show, he, you know, he kissed the crowd farewell yeah. and he left. So I think he's gone. And Tony did not want to talk about that either. No. He's like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that now. And I think if they don't, if they don't have real main event pushes or main event ideas for Adam Cole, I would be looking to go back. I would because too. Triple, the hell H said it, Triple H said, he said, look, anyone that does like streaming on Twitch, doesn't, there's no issue with that. So if you want to do that, you can you can come back. That's literally the main reason why Adam Cole left. Which, which is a little ridiculous. But it was. But whatever. <laughs> but that's literally the only reason that he, the main reason that he left besides his wife working there. All right, Dave, I know you're walking now. You got to go knock some balls around. So well, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, no Dave. Problem, guys. Thanks for having and, me. And the more the controversy gets, the better the show is going to get. So make sure you come back. Absolutely. <laughs> will do. Have a good, good luck, Dave. Have fun. Knock some balls in. Hey, good luck. Have fun. <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, guys. This, I think this is going to be fucking fun. I really think it's going to get fun. It's starting to get better. 
It is right. I I mean, and no one's denying the how good WWE is has been lately. And no. even like you said, the the behind the scenes, everyone's fucking happy. Everyone's having yeah. fun. Everyone has access to Triple H. Like it's not like you know Vince, where you gotta you know set up a meeting and fucking go through Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis and sixty other people. All well, there's more. Men. It's more of a direct channel. It's not yeah. like before, where it's you know. And to be fair, look, no one is gonna be able to. Do not no one person is going to be able to do everything that Vince did because nope. there's no one walking in the face of this earth that works as hard or is as dedicated as Vince McMahon. Well, that sure, is, like no. he, he's smart enough not to do that though. He's that smart enough it. to have surround, yeah. start, surround himself with people exactly. Triple H, you know, he's not necessarily the same mindset of Vince because the way he talked about it on the on the on the interview he had, he's like, Oh, it's chocolate and vanilla, like yeah. I have to choose the flavor. Yeah. You know, and that's you know that's what it comes down to. Triple H has a different viewpoint on things, but it's not too far off from what Vince used to think of. Also, because Triple H also, you know, Triple H is a guy that's lives, sweats, bleeds, breathes the industry, the business. He truly loves it. Absolutely. Like you know, people give him shit for you know stuff that he did when he was a wrestler, buried people, whatever. But you cannot deny that his passion for the business is what's going to make. WWE greater, you know, the fact that he's taking guys like Jake Paul, Bad Bunny, and there was, you know, Bad Bunny, apparently he's going to be coming back soon. Triple H is going to have a meeting with him coming up soon to come back and do something. Probably, obviously, I think for WrestleMania, because I think WrestleMania by Jake Paul. Yeah, probably. And like I said, you know, the fact that you have guys like celebrity guys coming in that are not just like regular celebrity guys, legit guys that care about the business, that respect it, that take the time to learn and to get better, and you know, look what Jake Paul can look what Jake Paul did at SummerSlam with maybe four or five months of training, working obviously having a great partner as the Miz who can work with anyone, you know, and make anyone look really good. Who's who's Jake Paul? He was the he's one he's like an influencer podcaster he's guy. That YouTuber idiot that I I hated, but I give him a lot of respect. He 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 just fought uh the Miz, right? He worked the Miz. Yeah, he worked with the Miz. Yeah, he worked with the Miz at the last at WrestleMania. Oh, look, look at all that he did, and he's he barely has any experience. Do they have a different name? Logan Paul's his brother, if that's who you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. There's they two of them? There's two of them. Yeah. I didn't know there was two of them either until he one of them got into wrestling. They're brothers? Like, yeah. And they're both fucking influencers, which means they make a lot of money for doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, They're smart. You know, good for them, whatever. If I could make money for doing nothing, I would do but it. Just, I mean, just the fact that, you know, that happened, right? And then you have all these people coming back, getting better opportunities to push themselves on TV and be better characters. And to be like, this is how Karen Cross should have been pushed when instead of how he was on Raw. Like, it's a shame. Looking back, it's a shame that that happened. You know, who knows, who knows what's going to happen or Braun Strowman, whatever. But everyone else that comes back, you know, Triple H is giving these guys a fair opportunity to be like, hey, I'm giving you full control. There's no BS anymore. There's no big guy mentality. There's no, oh, he doesn't look like a guy that, you know, whatever. It's not that era anymore. Triple H, like I said, is very collaborative. He's very much like, hey, this guy has a passion for the business. He has a, you know, interesting character or him or her. Let's push them. You know, this thing, the thing that Bailey has going on now with Dakota Kai and, and the EO Shirai, great. Like that, you know, apparently that was something that they wanted to do last year. But Vince, you know, niched it because he was like, eh, you know. 
Because Vince hates factions, Vince hates this, Vince hates that, Vince hates this. So that's what I'm saying. I hope we get I hope we get a good faction out of this, other than the bloodline. Yeah. That'd be nice. You need someone to fight the bloodline altogether. And it's just, you know, and and you know, you know, Kevin Nash talked about it, how you know Raw should be really should be like two hours. I think well, eventually that we, that we know. I think definitely when they renew their deal with USA and then I think it's coming up soon and they're gonna renew, I think they should go back to two hours. I don't think it'll happen, but I think they should. Because the way that Raw's being done now in SmackDown 2, it's kind of like a, like a reality TV show. Like the way that stuff, ha- like you notice now, like there's stuff happening in the background. Yeah, always. Attention, but then, but it'll be like, it'll be something going on that the camera's focusing on. But then if you look in the background, there's something else going on. And then it's kind of like a build storyline type of thing. Where yeah, you build exactly storylines at once. Like it's kind of like a reality TV show in a way. You know, and that's, you know, that makes it, you know, cliffhanger endings and surprise returns. You know, that's what makes people come back and watch. I love and then, the, the old Nitro route where something was good was about to happen. And they go, see you next week. I'm fucking yeah. Tony Giovanni was famous for that shit. Or even or even like people that are already established, like Kevin Owens, going back to old school Kevin Owens, being the ass kicker and just a worker and not being comedy relief, like being Kevin Owens the way he should be. You know what I mean? And Kevin Owens, like for years, has up until you know those last couple of months has been kind of staggering in that mid card position, you know. And it's a shame, but you know he's he he's getting back on track the way he should be. Even Austin Theory, Austin Theory, you know people give him shit, but you know what? He gets heat. He's a jerk. Nobody likes him. He's a prick. Whatever. He's he's fucking takes those selfies and he's like, like you know whatever. Yeah, but he's a good worker though. He's funny. He's a good worker. He's funny. Good but character. Like, and you know, yesterday he he last night on Raw he gave that bump to Kevin Owens where he hit his head on the on the uh, on the steel steps. You know, so obviously you know they're taking their time with him, but that's working. You know, so overall it's just you know overall it's better. The the, the product is better. The the television is better. You know, and, and the pay per views are better. Like this clash at the class, castle was great. This is the first pay per view tri- of the Triple H's regime that he got to really book. From start to end, and it, it was great. You know, and it's only going to get better. Good. Something to fucking watch. Bring Eric back into the fold. Yeah, right? I might. I might even start watching again if we, <laughs> I actually get to see more wrestling and less bullshit. Eric, I'm, I'm, I, you watched the Denver Sheamus match, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. That was good. That was good. That was good. It was an all-out brawler, but it was fucking very entertaining. It was very good. You know what it, it reminded me enough. of? It reminded me of an old-school like SummerSlam match. Yeah, like like when you were like fucking excited. It's summertime. It's, it's yeah. SummerSlam. It's like fucking, and you're like, wow, this match is gonna be great. That's what it reminded me of, like Mr. Perfect versus Bret Hart, or mm. or or like fucking Dusty Rhodes against the Macho King or whatever. Like it was cool. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Sapphire, baby. Fucking Sapphire. Shut up, Sapphire. I hate Sapphire. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We were nice hour there. Uh, I think we hit everything. Well, we probably could have gone a lot more for a lot more of this stuff because there's a lot of good stuff that happened. But like I said, it's only going to get better. We have, we can only hope. I really do hope Tony Khan starts some shit because I want to see the reaction. And uh, yeah, I'm glad the war is back. I hope the war is back. But AEW really has some serious fucking issues going on in that locker room and backstage. And the, the inmates are running the asylum in that place. They, they, they are. The, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. It's not. It said Tony Khan needs a Triple H. He needs to be Stephanie. Just take care of the fucking business. Stay off TV. Stay off press conferences and get himself a fucking Triple H type guy in there. Uh, it, looks, it, just, it looks bad. 
100%. Like, he just looks like a kid that's just like, oh, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's a shame. See, that's yeah. why I, I, I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm more on the shoot side because even when you watch that press conference, Tony Khan looks like he's fucking lost. He's he like, I don't like, know if this is legit or this is yeah, he, yeah. He, He's and, definitely and, lost. And Punk, obviously, every time Punk interrupted him or said, you know, I got a business to run or this, Tony Khan looked like, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. Like, are you serious? You're not, you're not running shit, but I think he is. You know, because you know, Bischoff talked about it on his podcast. There's a big, there's a lot of clips on it on, on like social media where he's like, the fact that your pay per viewers remember that the people remember the press conference more than pay per view, yeah, says a lot. That is like I said, 15 matches. I can barely remember any match, maybe one or two matches on the card that mattered. Yeah, AEW. It was, has, it was it was entertaining, but it wasn't yeah topply great. Definitely not, because look, AEW has what 100 wrestlers on the roster. How you know like. They need to do oh. a couple things. You put me in charge. First thing, two separate rosters. Next thing, limiting the amount of time people have on TV. I'm not putting everyone on the show at once because that's that's another thing. You have guys that I don't think necessarily should be on TV just because Tony Khan's whole mindset is that oh well you know you know they you know they they uh, what's the word what do you say. He said, oh, they bring in ratings, so they're going to be on TV. It's like, just because they give you ratings doesn't mean that they're over. That's not that's not an equivalent. You know, like Warlow, I think, would push him more. I don't know why he's not getting pushed more. I you know, sure. all the this crowd, stuff. The crowd calls him Goldberg. Yeah, I mean, hey, but he's <laughs> he's, he's one of their homegrown guys. But when you're getting called Goldberg yeah. during your match, that's not a good thing. Yeah. And also, <laughs> who, and also you know, this I, look, no disrespect to Ring of Honor, but I don't care about Ring of Honor. I don't either. care. You know, like, don't have them on the show. Buy the property, you know, sell DVDs, you know, do an on-demand service, whatever you want. But take the belts away, you know, because you have a Ring of Honor title match on a AW TV. Like, no one cares about that. If I, I watch it, I'm just like, why am I watching this? Like, I want to I'm, I don't, don't, don't want to see impact on fucking AEW either. Exactly. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like I get it, it's entertaining. Everyone's working together, but you have to think <coughs> your product first. That's the main thing, you know. And like I said, I and I think the thing that's going to cause all of that to happen is having somebody run the wrestling side. I don't know who that could be. I'm not saying it could be someone like Eric Bischoff, or, but it has to be someone to, oh, excuse me, to run that because Tony can't do it. I'm sorry. I agree. He can't. Well, we're and gonna see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Then it should be fun. It better be fun. And uh, so we might see we might see the return of a bunch of people. For sure. What? What happened? I think definitely people are gonna be watching uh, Dynamite this week. Oh, I'm gonna definitely be watching Dynamite. I want to sure. see MJF. That's why I'm watching Dynamite this week. Yeah, I'm gonna give okay. it a shot. I see what he has to say because, like I said, I don't want him turning full blown face because it doesn't make any sense to do that. You'll ruin him. You gotta let him him be him. Let him be a dick. You know, people cheer for him, that's fine. People boo him, that's fine. You don't have to label yourself as a face or a heel. No. And why can't two heels fight anyway? Like, where the fuck yeah. is that in the rule book? You know, why can't two faces fight? That can happen. You know, Hogan fought Warrior, for Christ's sake, back in the day. It was one of the biggest matches of all time. Bret Hart fought the Bulldog. It's just all fucking, who cares? You don't have to have face versus heel every week. Some of the best matches are probably, like I said, Hogan, fucking Warrior, and, 
and and Brett, you know, bulldog and all that bullshit. Oh, face, 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 face. It's fine. You can have a face versus face. You can't have a heel versus heel because there always has to be a face in the match. Okay, there you go. See, that's an inside thing right there. But again, you don't need to make him fucking, you know, wave to the crowd and be nice. No, that's not the character. That's not him. You can't do it. So don't fucking do it. That's all I'm saying. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And with that, we're getting the hell out of here. Because guess what, folks? Next week is going to be 95 episodes. 95. Five away. We're five away from the big one, boss. I still haven't gotten any, anything in the mail yet. I don't know if you're waiting for the last minute, but okay. I'm a thirty. I'm a thirty-five and three-quarter waist. If you're wondering. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I, I'll I'll throw it over my shoulder anyway. I won't wear it on my waist, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, next week. Uh, next week. I don't. We gotta get back to Eric. We gotta get back to some of our old stuff, man. We gotta get. But every time we try this, fucking insanity happening in the world. In the world, yeah. We, we really need to do the uh, like an old like WC NWA WCW pay per view. We do. So we have a lot. We, we, we have a lot of fun with them. Let's pick one out. We'll fucking knock one of them out next week. Uh, we'll let everybody know on the on the page uh, what we're going to do. You can join us in if you'd like. Um, yeah, that's about it. Like I said, we're five away now. After today, we're five away from the big 100. Get ready for the celebration that is, because of course we will have. Which again, we got a little sidetracked. We have to post the uh, formula that we are coming up with to announce our goat, our goat wrestler. Uh, the just your sweet goat of all time because I'm tired of hearing Mick Foley say this guy's the greatest of all time, this guy's the greatest of all time, this guy's the greatest of all time. Well, this guy's the greatest high flyer, this guy's the greatest. No, we're gonna pick one fucking guy to be the goat of all professional wrestling for our show, and that's gonna be the end all of it to it. I'm gonna post the formula that we've come up with. We're gonna pick 25, 20 wrestlers, you give them a fucking ranking, we're gonna add it all up. Steve's gonna fucking voila that shit and we'll come up with our guy and episode 100 we will announce the goat of the just too sweet show it's gonna be very exciting it is uh gil any last fucking comments before we get the hell out of here because i got to eat something i'm starving uh nothing much just excited for you know five more episodes 100 episodes on just too sweet show um and yeah you know just keep looking out for content um like i said who knows what's gonna happen on dynamite this week but should be oh by the way just so you know too gil 100 is not going to be on a Tuesday. We're going to do it on a special night. This way we can get more people. You know, oh, more people are going to get involved. Because, you know, the weekdays, we might even do it on a Friday or a Saturday special, maybe Saturday. even a Sunday special, kind we, of like we a previous pay-per-view style. We were going to, yeah, we were going to swap A to Z maybe with Just Too Sweet that week or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we, we want to get as many people as possible to get on the show and enjoy it and have fun with it. So, uh, yeah, we don't know what day that's going to be on, but we're going to let everybody know in advance, give them a week to notice. This way we can fucking have enough people on and have a good time and have some fun and, you know, pick our goat and just laugh and look back on our... We're going to have a great time. Look back on our 100 episodes. It's going to be so sad. Considering a lot of them go back to that other fucking place we used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Like, only only like, what, 20, 30, 25? Probably around there, 25, 30, somewhere around there on the other show. And then we jump shit. Steve flashed the money. We got to go. We got to go. He gave, us a, make money. He, he gave us the no-cut contract, the guaranteed money, so we had to leave. So <laughs> that's life. Eric, any final words before we get the hell out of here? Uh, no. Uh, watch A to Z Friday. That's right. What, what are we doing Friday? Anything special? Are we going uh, yeah, yeah, to? Yeah. No, we're, we're going to. I've got a surprise, so I got something to get you. I got something to get your britches stinging. So, Ooh, britches. yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Just... Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Oh, and also, uh, a friend of mine is I, I don't have it in front of me right now. He is good at making T-shirts and hats and all this kind of stuff. I we're gonna come up with the just too sweet. Well, you guys in Florida ain't gonna need these though. The beanie hats, the cool hats for the winter. I'm gonna, get a bunch, I'm gonna get a bunch of them, and we're gonna give them away on the show, and that's gonna be fun. Maybe even t-shirts, some stickers, some patches. A lot of that stuff's nice. coming soon. Maybe oh, for nice. the hundred, I'll have a couple of those in the giveaway on the hundredth episode. Oh, I also have these. I'll figure out a way to give these out too, because you know I work at ESPN, and when the Ric Flair documentary came out, ah, nice. I, woo! I have a couple of these, but they are small sizes only. They're for little people. So if you have a little person, if you're oh you are a little person that can wear a medium T-shirt, we also I will also give these away. So you might get a nice fat package in the mail one day from the Just Too Sweet show. Who knows? Long as, I don't, long as I don't mail it. Yeah, exactly. Eric don't mail shit. Eric says he mails it and doesn't go anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for joining us. Thank you for everybody in the comments. That was Jaime. That was Frank. You guys always are number ones. We appreciate it. I want to know where the fuck Raul is. Raul has Raul's here. Raul's here. He was Raul, here. were you here? Okay, good. Yeah, Raul was watching. There he is. Okay, I see it right now. Good. I'm a little pissed off, Raul. But okay. He'll get a hat, though, because he's, he's in the winter guy like me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. Episode 95 next week. I'm very excited. This is all of us. This is me, Mr. Timothy Bebe, saying for Mr. Zett, Mr. Gill. Just when you think you had the answers, we change the question. <laughs> oh, is the banner now. I'm going to put the banner up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. <laughs>